Hello, thank you for tuning in to the Theta Gang podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGang.com. The views presented in this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. They are not intended to be financial advice. This is user Red Green Blue, and I would like to introduce the Theta Gang mastermind, Junie. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Let me just say it is super cool uh, seeing and hearing the uh, mixed bag of people that send intros in. We have people with accents, people with no accents, people uh, that are boys, people that are girls, uh, and it's it's been fun. Like whenever I get these uh, intro requests, uh, it's always like a little fun. Here, like about to click on the audio clip just because you know I'm this dude that's by himself in his room all the time just recording and talking to a mic by himself but then just like hearing the gratification of like understanding and knowing that someone's listening to the podcast but then beyond that like taking the time to record it and i'm sure you know they did multiple takes because no one just does one take when they're about to be on a podcast right so uh, thank you again red green blue and if anybody else would like to put their intro uh, for one of the episodes by all means send it to juni at thetagain.com and i'll get it squared away thanks and without getting too much further into the podcast, today is April 25th, and the only stock position I have open now is NVIDIA. Thank you. Holy moly, this is the earnings week that everyone's basically waiting for. Like, this is the one. So if you wanted to play earnings, uh, this one's the fun one. <laughs> um, so after close on Monday, you have Tesla. Before open on Tuesday, you have UPS, General Electric, uh, 3M, and Crocs, as well as Hasbro, and we'll be talking about that a little bit later, and, and Waste Management. After close on Tuesday, you have AMD, Microsoft, Pinterest, Google, Visa, Starbucks, and Texas Instruments. Before open on Wednesday, you have Boeing, Shopify, Spotify, Wingstop, Humana, Yum Brands, and ADP. After close on Wednesday, you have Apple, Facebook, Qualcomm, Teladoc, Logitech, and eBay, as well as MGM Resorts. Uh, before open on Thursday, you have Caterpillar. I don't know if it's that short for Caterpillar Construction or just Caterpillar. Um, McDonald's and Overstock, Domino's, MasterCard, and Altria. After close on Thursday, you have Amazon, Neo, Twitter, Gilead, uh, Gilead. I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, and then after close on Friday, you have Chevron and Exxon Mobil, as well as the Clorox company. Yeah, I mean, so this week is this is the week. This is the biggest week for earnings um, for this quarter. Uh, Nvidia doesn't report until I think next month, which is also going to be huge. Nvidia, and of course I care about Nvidia because that's my only and by default biggest stock position. So I'll be keeping an eye on AMD after close on Tuesday and uh, Qualcomm after close on Wednesday, as well as Texas Instruments reporting alongside AMD, just to see where semiconductors are, seeing you know the demand and if the demand is real or if there's an actual supply shortage because that's a rumor that's been going around too. Um, other things to just note, Tesla, being tesla it's just something to watch on monday that will give you lots of enjoyment just to watch boeing before open on wednesday is gonna be cool to see you know are people buying more of their planes are they actually on track to uh profitability are, <laughs> are they on track 
to get back profitability. See, I wish I could have been a rapper instead of a stock person, but I just I just can't do it. Hasbro will be cool to look at because of the Magic the Gathering uh, promo series that they've been putting out, like Secret Lair. It's a total cash grab. Like if you're a true Magic player, you know, you think it's cool, but you don't think it's like the most awesome thing, but it does make cards more readily available for other formats. I see, and now I'm getting into the more nerdy parts. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this is my podcast. I get to talk about what I want. Um, waste management has been doing awesome. I mean, you know, WM is just one of those companies that just always do does well, and it's never really let anyone down, If unless if you're, like, day trading it. You might die of boredom, but like honestly, waste management has been a solid stock. Shopify has had a crazy rally since COVID lows, and Shopify has just been doing awesome. Uh, I'm just personally because I've traded Shopify last year for a good sizable gain. It contributed to you know my plus fifty percent last year. Shopify above the one thousand dollar strike price uh, seems very safe in my opinion. Um, but that's not in a position or that's not strong enough of opinion from me to sell like the thousand dollar put going into earnings, right? Like I'd rather understand what the numbers are for Shopify, see if Shopify meets those numbers. Uh, and if the market likes it and keeps it above a thousand dollars, then suddenly in the back of my pocket, if I ever have a hundred grand XD, (laughs) if I have a hundred grand, uh, just left over, in any trading scenario, then I would always feel inclined to open up the $1,000 put on Shopify. You know, that's not going to happen because I'm so invested in NVIDIA right now. But these are the things I, I keep track of. Like, I keep, you know, prices and, you know, the total capital requirement needed for those prices um, of companies that I enjoy. I also like AMD, but I like NVIDIA more because I'd rather buy NVIDIA's products than AMD, especially for or the GPU side. But AMD, 80 bucks, that's a cool price too. And so like if AMD were to stay above 80, then I always know that if I have 8K of capital that I'm not using that I'd rather use, then AMD will always be there. And I know that the earnings have came out and that's also a free, and I'm using air quotes here, uh, that's a free play for me because I love AMD. I wouldn't mind getting assigned and I know that's a good strike for me. That's a good price for me. Same thing with Shopify. Uh, Spotify numbers, I'm not really keeping track of that. eBay has been pushing out um, a lot of, uh, you know, card trading and shoe selling um, uh, perks for sellers and buyers, right? Like the shipping is like a dollar now for cards. And just keeping tabs on the whole collectible and um, secondhand market according to eBay and seeing if their business is going up, that would be cool. Uh, getting a little bit more insight into eBay's and PayPal's relationship if they discuss any of that is also going to be nice. Um, Amazon, uh, we're going to be looking for news about um, the union. You know, the Q&A section, I say, is like most of the time irrelevant. Uh, but Amazon, uh, we're going to see if any of the analysts ask them about, uh, you know, the unionizing of things or the current worker condition and see if anything comes up of that. Um, other than that, I, I'm I'm still pretty bullish on e-commerce. I don't think people are going to slow down spending anytime soon. Uh, it might have gone a little rampant before uh, just due to everyone that wasn't on e-commerce before now is now on e-commerce. Um, but... We'll, we might see a die-off, we might not, but 
in my opinion, I still think buying is strong here. Um, or just buying power is strong. Not that buying Amazon is good because I'm not trying to give you financial advice. Um, Neo has been cooling off rather heavily. Uh, and by cooling off, I just don't like the word crashing because stocks go up and down. You can't explain that. Uh, just seeing Neo's delivery numbers and order numbers is going to be something to keep an eye on. Um, you know, ever since Luck and Coffee, I'm just kind of you know hesitant to jump into uh, Chinese companies. But Neo, a lot of my patrons are in Neo. Uh, they like Neo a lot, and I can't take that away. If if you like Neo, by all means, just keep the date on Thursday uh, open. Uh, Twitter has also had a, quite a bit of a rally. Um, I, we might hear some news about their like paid subscription based tweets. I doubt that has taken off just because everyone has already um, is so locked into like Patreon and like Twitter just doesn't provide like enough uh, tools to facilitate what Patreon does because this is coming from like, me right like i'm i'm using myself as a prime example of like who and why would i pay for twitter and it's like you know there's already only fans and i know you guys and girls should be thinking this if you go outside okay this paid subscription model for twitter you can't post news or bad stuff because you still gotta be within the twitter guidelines right so only fans covers that if I want to write up some like really in-depth way of how I trade and all this stuff, I want pay gated, you, you're not going to have a good reading experience on Twitter. So boom, I'm not going to use Twitter for that. Now, if I'm on Patreon and then uh, I have a, you know, a tweet alert system, which I do, um, I'd rather use Patreon's like user management interface while also maintaining memberships through only Patreon than having to manage two separate pipelines and that's gonna be the paid service, a paid subscription with Twitter and Patreon. That seems, it seems too much. So uh, until Patreon either becomes too expensive or does something, I don't know, something bad, then I don't see much really use for uh, Twitter paid subscriptions. And again, OnlyFans has the nude and the lewd or with, with crude, what, what, what's the, what's the word? There's also another word that runs it, ood, um, pictures, lewd. I think that's what it's, I think that's what it is. Can I say that? Okay. Is that PG? I'm just saying a word. I'm just saying, come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem, there doesn't seem that much of a use case for it. And so I wasn't that hyped about it when it first came out, but of course, Wall Street loves it when any company has a chance at making more money, especially if it's a tech company, because they have that whole tendency of like building it once and selling it a million times and boom, infinite money, right? <laughs> um, wow, yeah, I haven't talked about earnings this in depth in a long time, but that's just that's just me. Also, one last thing, and this is the smallest one, basically, yeah, it's uh, UPS before open on Tuesday. I'm personally interested in just seeing if package deliveries are continuing to grow, go up, right? That's something, if you're invested into lots of e-commerce, you know, delivery trucks is also something you want, might want to keep an eye on. That's it. Hold the door. That is not it. Earnings are dangerous. Uh, you're going to see a lot of gains posts on Wall Street Bets, and you're going to see a few very bad loss posts. Uh, if you are already doing well, and I'm talking about like, you know, you're hitting like 75% probability of profit or, you know, 
win probability or win percentage from here, uh, there's no reason to mess that up now, right? If you're already doing well, keep doing well and don't try anything new, right? It, it's, it's when things start to go really bad or, <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe I'm just digging myself in a deeper hole here because I was going to say it's when things go bad you should change. But um, there's, there's a time and place for earnings. And honestly, and I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to have my own opinion. I'm just going to say it. Uh, earnings are incredibly fun, but they're super dangerous, okay? There's going to be people that tell you, oh, don't, don't listen to Judy because he, he, he just got got by earnings uh, uh, like a few times and, and now he just tells everyone else that plays earnings. And just, I don't play earnings anymore, yes, because I got got. And I'm trying to protect you from getting got. Now, to some people that haven't gotten got yet, it might sound like, oh, well, Junie just doesn't want me to get Omega rich. That's that seems that seems like what's happening here. So I'm gonna play earnings. And that's why I never tell you to not play them. I say like as long as you don't get mad, as long as you're having fun, it's cool, right? But it's when you get mad that's you know, then you start thinking my tweets are talking about you, and then suddenly my tweets are talking about you, and then you get ultra mad, you get upset, and then you cry, and then you know it, it's it's kind of over. But if you are already doing well, you don't need to play earnings. You can just go on stock twits and look at you know boomers like argue with each other. That is equally as fun, if not more fun. Or you could go on Twitter and see millennials yelling at each other about like, oh no, it was supposed to go down because of this. Oh no, it went up because of this. Huh? Um, seeing people argue is one of the best things about social media and take full advantage of it. Um, however, one more, one more thing on top. If you are already doing well, and you want to play earnings for fun. Like, eh, what's $100 out of like, you know, a $10,000 gain you've had year to date? Sure, treat yourself to our earnings. I think you deserve it too. Just have fun, make sure it doesn't turn into a position where you're down $80 on the $100 position and then you're like, oh wow, you know what? I could buy uh, five more of these calls um, to double down and I get f like six times more profit in case if it breaks even uh, just for 100 more dollars. That can easily get out of control. And so just remember, a lot of, a lot of trading, a lot of these tips that I give on this podcast like wouldn't be relevant if humans were perfect. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect by any means. I make mistakes all the time. I have a few losses, even a few recent losses. And I show all my trades on thetagame.com slash junie so you can learn from my mistakes and that I can prove to you that I'm real and all that good schmazzy jazzy that everyone likes to make fun of me for. So just understand earnings are dangerous. Keep it fun. Uh, the website is now on version 2.2.1. Uh, if you guys and girls don't know how versioning works, uh, there is a very standard pattern that you can look up if you're ever bored. Uh, maybe you're listening to me while you are working at work and you don't work at a tech job and you want to learn how versioning works. Go on Google and look up semantic versioning. 
Uh, and yeah, I mean, that's just, I hope there's a nice, easy article for you to read because, you know, I think software people like to make things sound a lot more complicated than they are. Um, but I digress. <laughs> uh, so we're on V.2.2, <laughs> V.2.2.1. <laughs> v uh, and we fixed a few bugs along the way. The back button will always go back now. There is one issue with that design, though it's more predictable this way. Uh, so I'm going to leave that one issue in there. If you don't know what the issue is, that's a great thing because just don't worry about it. Uh, but it is in there and I know how to do the long way. I just don't have that time to complete the long way just yet. Because I feel like if I want to do it for one page, I want to do it for all the other pages, and this could be a little bit time-consuming. Um, you can now edit trades. I'm not entirely sure if that was reported on the podcast last time. And you can sort trades. And also, I'm not sure if that was recorded on the podcast last time either. Um, but yeah, those things are all doable now. Um, the few next things that are coming out is the first uh, graph. Uh, there has never been a graphic, a bar chart, um, there has been a pie chart for patrons, but the, even that was taken out because it didn't work as expected, right? It was kind of cool, but it wasn't like amazing, amazing. Uh, but I'm trying to bring the amazingness back. And so, um, you know, the first graphic will most likely be something for the patrons. And then the patrons will say, yeah, this is awesome. Or the patrons will say, oh, this sucks. <laughs> and just depending on that answer, uh, the public will get it or not get it. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, the ability to leave people uh, mentions is, I think, broken. I think that is something uh, that is not working right now, which is fine. As long as the wheel tracker is working as expected, and it is, um, I am happy. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this has been a whole journey and a half. Uh, I still am finding little tidbits of time to work on it but right now my main priority in my life is basically moving from one place to another place um so that will be the remainder of my time from basically when you hear this podcast up until probably like you know may may 2nd or 3rd i that's that's when i think i'll be fully moved in and comfortable um that's that's it. Let's go on to today's topic. We're making good time. Okay. Uh, and today's topic is actually inspired by today's uh, user that submitted uh, the intro. So red, green, blue, thank you for the inspiration or the inspo. Uh, let me go and read the entire email here uh, and then we'll get on, we'll get started. Um, Hi Junie, I'm trying hard to not trade emotionally based on news or earnings, but it feels like there's always news or earnings. Of course, I'm super new, but it seems like the Fed is meeting or the president is speaking or there are earnings or a tech event or whatever. I'm finding it hard to not trade based on the announcements. I would appreciate any advice you have in navigating this rocky terrain. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to ignore the events or avoid them, and if it's the latter, how exactly this should be handled. 
your last podcast and maybe your last two as movie close to tears i'm praying for your mom and the rest of your family enjoy it while you can i recorded an intro for the podcast i hope it works out red green blue so i've mentioned before that this podcast is not bringing money but it does bring in the wholesome emails though like it, it's a good feeling it's a good feeling i if, if any of you ever want to do a podcast and you get user submissions of like emails and stuff like the super wholesome ones feel super good and so thank you for just the kind words and everything uh red green blue and uh yeah i thought today's topic um was really good because this is more or less like a direct response to my last episode so um i don't want it to seem like I'm talking into a one-way channel like this is for sure a dialogue here where you know last week I said um, that listening to news and trading based off of news is a bad thing Um, but here's red green blue saying but there's always news right and then it's also super hard to avoid news you can't just keep your ears closed forever you're going to hear it from friends you're going to hear it from twitter you're going to hear it from reddit you're going to hear it from cnn you're going to hear it from wall street journal <laughs> you're going to hear it from a lot of places and it's really up to you on either like what you do what you don't do but also you know sticking to what you believe in and there's a few things that i believe in that helps me um, avoid trading too much off of news. I'm not gonna go and sit on some pedestal and say like, oh, you should, you shouldn't trade based on news because I don't trade based on news. Sometimes I get, I get, you know, I get emotional. Sometimes I trade based off of news too. I'm not gonna say it never happens to me, but these are some of the things that help me trade, you know, not based on news uh, less often, more often. How, how would I frame it? I trade less often based on news compared to everybody else. And there was just this like one line, right, in this email that kind of made me think like, wow, you know, time is relative. People join during all um, different types of environments. And, you know, the line that says, you know, I would appreciate any advice you have in navigating this rocky terrain. And, you know, as far as I know and what I can relate my past experiences to, is that right now it's actually not entirely rocky uh like right now you know especially comparing to last year i consider this smooth sailing i feel very comfortable of where i'm at at all my trades um i know that like you know a few of my friends could be a little worried about their positions because there was a lot of different things that you could have been distracted with Right, and so you know, some of my friends might be in like BlackBerry. Some of them might be in some like Bitcoin stocks. Um, some of them uh, are in some SPACs, right? And all of which have like just opened within the last year. And um, you know, when the market gets shaky, the companies and the you know, the companies and the stocks that you know least about are usually the ones that are first to go because you initially get into these positions because you like the price, you don't like the company. And so one of the best things that you can do for when you're trading in this rocky terrain, right? Because rocky is relative. For me, this isn't as rocky as say the next person, like red, green, blue in this situation. And if it feels rocky, you should fall back to fundamentals, right? You need a good base and you need to understand like, what's my main objective 
of trading in the stock market? Is it to get like, you know, insanely rich within the next few years? Or is it just to have my money grow? Or is it just to have my money grow faster than an ally savings account? Or is it to learn or is it to have fun? Like all these are independent, but they can also be conjoined and have your own, like your own formulated reasoning. But it's important that you understand what you want because think about like if you bought some company that you didn't know that was like, you know, trending higher and higher and you finally buy in um, and you don't really know much about the company. You might have read one article, you might have just like seen like the Google metrics stuff about like their PNE if they even have one and all that stuff, but more or less you don't know that much. You just saw some random post. If that stock continues to go up, you're going to love it. Yeah, you're going to say I did a pretty good job. You know, I did some due diligence, aka I saw someone post about it and then you bought in and it went up. That's great. But it's when the market starts going down, especially with macro level news, like say, for example, you know, Biden saying, you know, capital gains tax or uh, say U.S. China war ten or trade war tension starts sparking up, the general economy will go down. So that means all stocks start to go down. And so the thing I said earlier was the stocks that you know least about will be the first ones to go. Those are the first ones that you're going to probably sell. And then the ones that you do know you're going to keep a little bit longer or you might choose to double down on them and so that's that's the that's the main case that i wish that people protected more is that like if you just started with a stock that you knew more of um, then you would be in a better position to handle bad scenarios instead of investing into that random company that you just saw in the discussion thread on Wall Street Bets, why don't you invest it into a company that you thoroughly enjoy? Do you have AirPods, a MacBook Pro, an iPad, and a MacBook? Well, it sounds like you like Apple. I, in fact, maybe you love Apple. Maybe you're excited for the new laptop coming out, uh, and maybe you know you want to uh, collect, start collecting dividends. You, you want to use the stock to learn about the drip method, and you want to do all this fun stuff. You like the free cash flow of the company. They have a large amount of cash just sitting idle, ready for big purchases or to pay down debt. All this great stuff. They have their balance sheet is awesome. They have a good CEO. Uh, one of the best places to work in the country. Wow, so many cool things about this company. And it's when the market starts going down, you're going to see Apple start to go down. You're going to see your portfolio start to go down. But what you're going to see as new money comes in, you know, you work a job or you do just, I don't know, a hobby or something, you're going to see Apple as a buying opportunity. There's not going to be a, there shouldn't be, or I'm not going to tell you how to feel. <laughs> the chances of you feeling like you need to sell a stock will be less. When the stock market goes down, try to be in stocks that you genuinely like. Uh, that way, in the rocky terrain, you see buying opportunities instead of losing opportunities, right? When, you, when your stock starts to go down, you have this mental thing in your head that starts to think, oh man, I better sell this and try to find something else so that you know I can you know make it out okay. I should sell this stock and buy this stock because this stock looks like it's about to go up. But you don't know if it's a macro movement. What if all stocks are gonna go down? What if the stock that you just bought today goes down tomorrow next morning? And then you're like in this perpetual cascading cycle of losses, right? And you don't wanna be in that because that's an emotional roller coaster that you don't wanna go through. 
Um, it's very frustrating. It's very stressful. Uh, and you know, every opportunity that the stock market throws at you that gives you a hard time is another opportunity for you to quit. And that's why I'm trying to protect you against. It's like, I don't want you to feel like this is a game you can't win. I'm, I'm just here basically trying to say like, there's a lot of people just like in any profession, and I talk about this with my friends all the time, is that like I think there's like a huge gatekeeping thing going on where I think doctors like to gatekeep. I think lawyers like to gatekeep. I think software people like to gatekeep. And there's no reason. We should be spreading the knowledge and whoever can code the best, whoever can treat the people the best, whoever can defend the people the best should be able to work and should be able to get the job better than the other person. But if you consistently make the hobby or the profession look hard right you, you gotta put some respect in it right you got you gotta do it to like some degree of like professionalism and put some respect but i'm saying like there's no reason for you to tell a new trader that they need to worry about gamma theta alpha omega beta jamma yo gamma gamma gabba gabba right like you don't need to tell them that you don't need to tell them about stop losses you don't need to tell them about um uh i don't know like you really don't need to tell them about profit triggers or anything. What else? The diversification. All you need to do as a beginner, and this is the most, this is the most frustrating thing, is that like all you need to do is buy stock, good stock, and good is relative to, buy stock, never sell it, and just keep putting money in. That way, all that happens is you eventually. You know, assuming that you don't pick bad stocks, and maybe we'll define that, and we will define that. A bad stock is a stock that you don't know. A good stock is te technically a blue chip that has a P&E ratio that, you know, has a dividend, maybe has a dividend, uh, has large free cash flow. It's basically Apple, okay? Apple is essentially the savings account now for every person that's in the stock market. That's how, that's how Apple should be viewed. I'm like choking up because this is, this is this is like the cat out of the bag. I feel like there's so many people leading people the wrong direction. Now, but Junie, don't don't you like talk tell people to put fifty percent triggers and don't 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 you tell them like how to like sell options and stuff and that but that's my point. Like I I teach people like the intermediate stuff sometimes, but a lot of the podcast is me saying the really obvious things that the you know the people that lose money get frustrated at me about because they're like wow none of that stuff works none of that stuff works junie or that's so obvious junie and it's like well if it if if it works like let me say it and if it doesn't work then go to thetagain.com slash junie and if, if you're getting mad stay mad <laughs> um it's it's a whole thing it's like an entirely whole thing. I think people are overcomplicating it. I think if you are, you know, getting lost in all the news that's happening right now, pick a stock that you genuinely love and go from there. And I've said it a million times throughout all the podcast episodes, but I think this is just one of the times where I could reiterate it super hard with a hardcore example here because, again, last week's episode was me basically saying, don't listen to news, don't trade on the news. Then here's a listener saying, but, you know, there is news and it's hard to avoid the news. And so this is what my concrete plan would be from this moment forward is find the company um, that 
Juni looks to as Apple, right? Like find your Apple and that might just be Apple, right? There's like a lot of good things that you can start looking at that I've mentioned this episode like, oh, uh, Juni mentioned P&E, what's a P&E ratio? Uh, Juni mentioned dividend, what's a dividend? Juni mentioned uh, free cash flow, what's free cash flow? These are all great questions that you can just look up on Google and then these give you metrics for other companies. But the, the most important thing is like don't overcomplicate it, right? Like that's that's beginner 101. People that are beginners overcomplicate things. And there's a lot of people on the internet that think they're not beginners, but they are, right? Like I think of this, this is my last tangent, I swear I'll end the episode. And we're well, actually we're only, only 30 minutes in. Um, but anyway, last thing. Um, this is this is one of this is one of the things that I you know I don't tell many people but I'm gonna tell on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think the more senior you get at something, and this is anything, dude, like literally anything, the more senior you get at something, like the way you can tell someone is more senior than you is by how much less they like care. But like. I put an asterisk on that because I don't want it to seem like, oh, you have to be posh or about it or be stuck up about it. No, it's like, <laughs> let me give you an example. I think if you're, uh, if I show you a project that I'm really proud about and I don't know who you are, but I know you're a software engineer and you go off and say like, oh, this is cool. Uh, but your your div is not centered here and you know your modal doesn't open up when I click this uh, at a good rate and you know what what did you do with this and why does this not work? That's what I think a junior would do. A senior and I mean I have a lot of anecdotal evidence of this. A senior would look at it and just say, dang dude, this is sick. Nice. Like what did you use? Oh, React Node? Awesome. Nice. Yeah. And that's it. Right? And so there's this thing that happens where like, you know, when you're really new and then someone comes up to you for advice or feedback, if you're really new, I feel like there's a lot of pressure to, you know, do like reciprocate it in a way where it makes you feel or and maybe sound more knowledgeable and so this is like this chamber this echo chamber of like beginners on the internet trying to puff up their chest and say like oh you know you gotta do this or you gotta do this strategy and you gotta try this jade lizard unicorn x divided by three thing and it's a whole lot and beginners looking from the outside that don't want to take part of any of this conversation um, just look at this and say oh what is this x divided by three unicorn x delta triangle thing and then they that leads them down to other scenarios where they look up stuff but who knows maybe I'm just crazy you know there could be tons of people that believe in the x divided by three triangle delta omega gamma um stuff and they're just like wow you know juni is very um very very beginner he doesn't know about x divided by three triangle delta like what (laughs) and so you know i'm just a normal person uh 
that occasionally wears like cat earphones on Twitch stream that shows his entire portfolio and his trades on thetagame.com slash juni. So don't, I mean, don't listen to me, but it, it just makes sense, right? Like you shouldn't take trading as serious as it makes it out to be, but you can find that out on your own. Maybe there are some X divided by three things that you know you like or the oogla boogla stuff. Um, yeah, I just wanna give a, like again, another quick shout out to my friend Mike. He, he kills it um, in options trading. Uh, I remember the first time I taught him options trading, I think it was like the beginning of last year before COVID, we met at my favorite coffee shop, he came and we talked like two hours of just strictly options. And we're just on a piece of paper and it was just a fun time. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he is now doing some things that I consider Oogla, but like he proves it. He also trades on thetagame.com slash, you know, I'm not gonna put his name on blast though right now, um, but maybe I will, you know, if he says it's okay. Um, but he's doing awesome. Um, and I'm, you know, really, it's really just cool seeing you know, someone that learns from you and then just take off on their own and 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 do all the all the things on their own is like super awesome. Um, but yeah, that's it for today's episode. Um, Red, green, blue. Uh, thank you so much for sending in such a thought-provoking email. Um, I hope that helps with some of your you know concerns about navigating this rocky terrain. Now, um, you know, I said that you know this is nothing compared to COVID, but experiences are relative if you think this is rocky well dang i'm gonna think it's rocky too and uh it gets easier over time your um your losses get more jaded right like you start you stop caring about the number loss as long as it's according to your system if it's like um something that you hold to max loss and you start you know getting comfortable with taking red in your portfolio because you're making enough green on your other trades there's like so much that goes into trading that just takes time too. And I'm just super thankful that you sent this email in and also super thankful for everybody listening to this podcast. I uh, hope everyone has an amazing trading week. I'm officially back in SoCal and I'll be visiting my parents again, uh, possibly late May uh, and or, or possibly late May and June. Um, but more details on the stream, which will be on Tuesday, this Tuesday, I think that's the 27th. Yeah, the 27th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, And I'll see everybody next week. You can email me at juni at theatergain.com and you can follow me on Twitch at realtheatergain.com where we stream on Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And you can follow me on Twitter at realtheatergain. Um, and I want to give a quick extended shout out to my patrons here. Uh, that's Majadir, Justwin, Mike D, Slow Motion, JZN, Malap, Yegmark, Can't Make Money, RLL, B Ride, DJ Mac86, Onir, Boop2865, Mitch Brady7, Craig Thomas, DJ Wilson, McFly, Statistically Random, Tom Thomas, 
Drevi, Island Bell, Wheaton, Soups Mojo, Na, Oda, Cheese, Malt Man, 1856, Chai Vanis, NMM, Hayden, Little Littles, Mr. Sneezy, Emino, Dum Dum, Grab Hot Night 5, Gorlami, Salami, Leo, Jetson, Johnny Five, Fancy Wolf, B. Sue, Engine, Nate the River, Jacinda, Murph Q, Will Kai, <sighs> Norfis, Viri, Bad Trader, Chicken Dinner, Ober, Slava, Litvin, Maker, er, Ivan Yurkanov, Red, Green, Blue, uh, Roadster 99, Decentra, Saltwater Cure, Taco Tuesday, Option Test, Lord Skeletor, Radovan 1986, Lazy Reserve, Jester, Krispy Kreme Boy, Hermes Kaput, Rest of Your Shifty, AG, and N688. <sighs> That's cool. Okay. Uh, and I guess just a real quick small announcement here. Uh, there are only nine sweaters left. Uh, and I'm about to move and so the reason why I'm like advertising this at the very end of course is just so I can like Basically, so I don't have to move these um, If you want a Theta Gang sweater, you can go to shop.thetagang.com and use Juni Gang one word uh, lower I'm pretty sure case doesn't matter, but all lowercase you get 10% off um, And then yeah, uh, just own your first and I, I honestly don't know if I'm gonna print another sweater out I feel like I'm gonna move on to like a shirt uh, like shirts instead and I I'm thinking about using my tablet and Designing my own design and I think that'd be super cool um, Maybe like it's doesn't even have the theta game logo on it I don't know what I'm gonna do, but it, I feel like I want to start exercising my creative side uh, I think I want to start learning piano um, Yeah Don't don't know what else much to say my mom is doing okay my mom my mom's bad days are still really really bad but her average day i think is better than when i first got there so again i'm super thankful that um i had the clarity to go and visit my mom i'm thankful that i had gone and then thought of a plan to visit her more often which included you know me keeping a majority of my uh, tech stuff there so like you know a large burden of mine was like picking up everything packing up everything and then driving over but now I just like bring a backpack of clothes and I'm good to go and so um, if I wanted to fly like that's that's a choice that I have now um, so gonna see her again maybe possibly in May uh, and then in June so that's good um, yeah just quickly learning uh, that family is pretty important to me. I feel like growing up, family wasn't a huge priority of mine. I think pe some people that are close to me can see that reflected from how I act um, and how I prioritize things. I think I'm a pretty self-centered person when it gets down to it. Like, I'm, like, very... Like, if... If you give me a hard time, I won't really go out of my way to, like, make you happy. Where I feel like that was who I was when I was younger. Like, I've totally, like, flipped sides on that. Um, and then, you know, I didn't think, like, friends were all that much until, you know, a few years ago. And that just included... that. It was basically me getting into, like, my first software job and then... Um, moving into a house full of people and then just learning like you know that friends are actually pretty cool um and it, oh my goodness i oh i totally forgot i need to write it down right now um 
I have an amazing podcast episode idea that does not necessarily have to do with uh, stocks, but it can. But I don't even think I'm going to warp it to relate to stocks. That's how badly I want to talk about this. Um, and the inside scoop of what I want to talk about is um, the fake grind. I think that's what I'm going to call it right now. So I've been go I've been going on Explore, and I think I'm getting these Explorers because I keep cl clicking or tapping on the comment section of these posts. But like, I don't know if you guys and girls see it, but like, there's sometimes like these posts on Instagram where there's just like this super cringe motivational quote that says like oh instead of partying with friends you, you know, work on yourself and uh you know the the more you work on yourself the less you have to work later and oh my goodness and it's just like people in the comments like i can't even tell if they're bots like that's how good the bots are getting sometimes and it's just it's so frustrating because if <laughs> If this is your first episode, welcome. This is just me talking to a mic and letting and venting when I should go to the therapist. But <laughs> um, I'm that type of person that works all the time, right? Like I think you guys and girls understand just how much I work and how much I love to work, right? Like this isn't necessarily work to me. I don't brag about this by any means. I don't say like, oh my god, I work all day and I own this blah 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 blah. I don't do that. Right, and I don't, especially, I don't say like, oh, you should only get four hours of sleep if you really want it, blah, 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 blah. No, the four hours of sleep just happens if you just get too into the zone. Shout out to the movie Soul. I thought that movie was fantastic. I thought the, the, the imagery of going, getting in the zone was perfect, and that's exactly how I describe it. But anyway, I digress. Um, there was just these multitude of posts that I was getting like last week in my explorer of just like these motivational quotes saying that like oh you know you should blow off your friends for your own success and you should do this and you should do that um you should um you know you could get another hour of work in if you skip lunch and you should just eat lunch while you work if you really want it oh my goodness like that is so bogus and people people believe in that stuff dude people believe in that stuff it's just do just do it because you want to do it like you don't gotta make it some like journey it's like the linkedin problem where like you know you see those linkedin posts about people saying like oh you know on this fateful day i ordered a big mac and the person that uh ordered it for me was talking about their life troubles and we bonded over it and then i bought them a car and then they went and took that car and traveled to america and then they became famous for being the first whatever to cross america in that type of car and then we're taking this photo now right like that, <laughs> that's the that's the linkedin thing like it not everything has to be as dramatic right like I think as being a business owner and someone that, you know, has a full-time project also as well as a job, right? Like I have a nine to five job that I also do. You don't need to blow off friends. I think friends are a huge reason of why, you know, Theta Gang is so successful now. I think a huge reason why Theta Gang is successful is just like me getting the hours of sleep that I, I want. I don't have investors to like impress. I don't have anyone to stay up till five that i have to stay up for so i don't feel pressure to do it all the time though i do do it sometimes um it's all fun and i just don't want anyone 
you know, or you know, maybe you've never seen these posts, and then you're just thinking, wow, Junie, I don't know what type of posts you're seeing, but I don't see these any, anywhere. Then, cool, I'm happy for you, and this is just something that I'm experiencing in my day to day. <laughs> and I must be having a very boring day to day if I'm. This is the thing I'm complaining for. And this is also this is why I say that I'm grateful for my life because like this, these are the things I complain about. I don't have to complain about putting food on a table. I don't have to complain about you know being bankrupt. I don't have to complain about. Um, I just don't have to complain. But I have the ability to complain which i'm grateful for right like the, the life is so crazy life is so short but people choose to stay mad at things that's i, I don't know or people choose to make it hard just like stocks right like cho people choose to make stocks uh look and sound hard it's, it's not dude it's not um whew, that was a doozy yeah i i you know i saw the podcast was about to end at 40 minutes but i was like ah nah but but my haters would say, oh, Junie, you actually ended on a good time. So I got to end at a normal time so that, you know, the people that say the podcast is too long continue saying that's too long. <sighs> life. Life is good. Life. Life is really awesome if you just take a step back and realize that, like, wow, you are actually, like, living and breathing right now. You could like step, I don't, I don't even know, maybe you are running right now, but you could like step outside and just like go for a walk. Like that's totally something you can do. You can just put in earbuds, you can walk to get coffee, you can walk to the park, you can just sit down at the park. That's super sick. Um, you can go on the internet and learn about anything you possibly want. You can take the, you could take the dive today and just learn how to start a podcast and you can just start talking to the mic like this. Or you can, you know, something that recent that I'm just starting to do is look up music theory. I've, you know, I've played guitar for like a good portion of my life, but I had known nothing about music theory. And so now I'm getting to that and then learning about music theory. Everyone's like playing on piano and I'm just like, you know, I think playing on piano would be pretty sick. I think playing the beginning of Roses by Outkast would be pretty sick. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, what else? nothing that's it that's it so thank you everybody for listening uh especially to those that listen this far you guys and girls are the one percent gang you guys and girls know that and uh i'll go and see everybody uh next week or possibly the tuesday live stream